Hello and welcome to the Reference Point Podcast. I am your host, Paulo, and today I am joined by my inhuman co-hosts, Matthew and Anthony. That's us. Yes, that is. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about Miss Marvel. Oh, I can't wait. I've been waiting to talk about this, guys, for so long. I'm, I'm really looking forward to recording this episode right now. Yeah, me too. It's, uh, I have a lot to say, I think. So if you're staring at the screen right now, you can see your reflection. And that's because we do not have video for this episode. That's right, yes. Uh, John Krasinski has really been making things difficult for us. So we're taking things uh, back to HQ, back to uh, Paolo's basement where we normally have conversations that aren't recorded. And uh, we're going to be testing out a new format uh, today, guys. So basically, you could be looking forward to, what is it called, Paolo? Reference Point After Hours. Oh, we're very... Yes, thank you, Andy. We're very, very excited for Reference Point After Hours. Basically... Uh, it's just going to be a, a really, really great way for us to pump out a little bit more content in a more efficient and quick way. So you could kind of hear our thoughts like, uh, you know, uh, in ways that I guess are up to date, uh, you know. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Didn't Miss Marvel come out last week? Well, no, no, uh, not at all. It was Specific- last night. Specifically when the person's listening to this. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, it's just a little bit more convenient for us uh, to uh, to maybe uh, work on some after-hours stuff. Uh, and then that way you guys can uh, enjoy the content uh, at quicker rates. So um, where you're going to hear a lot more things that you wouldn't really hear on the regular show. Uh, and a lot of like smaller kind of topic discussion episodes too. And uh, one is uh, very much in the works right now about Ms. Marvel. So it's going to be our, our very first uh, after-hours episode. So look forward to that it can be a fun one yeah for sure okay so uh i guess we'll uh paulo take us away with ms marvel all right so first we're going to start with spoiler talk just because it's been long enough that we can just dive right into spoilers well i guess not first we're going to start with spoiler talk it's going to be only (laughs) only spoilers like yeah true anthony's laughing i was gonna say off camera because i'm so used to saying off camera why are you laughing i think what's wrong no i just something paulo said (laughs) it reminded me of something don't don't even worry okay cool excellent so anyway what do we think of the show it was good i liked it it was it was very cute show I think uh, the show is very underhyped in that I would go on Twitter every week and nobody would spoil it because like I feel like nobody was hyping it up. It was very under-marketed too, I feel. I yeah, I... and it, it was also weird that all the marketing had the, a costume that was only in the last episode of the show, but that's uh, that's another thing for later. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate the whole earn the costume. It just, it's getting tired. It's like, I want to see them in the costumes we know them for. I don't want to see anything less. But, I mean, for this particular show, I felt like it was earned. Like, it did build up to it in a, in a way that, you know, was sweet, I think, and uh, and felt natural, you know? It, that's sort of the, it was one of the shows that handled it better. So, like, that's why I can't really complain. But just, it's funny, it's just all the marketing, then it's in one out of six episodes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a shorter show, too, though. So, like, if you want compared to like let's say daredevil season one right where he gets the costume in the very last episode as well but it's just it's several more episodes so it but, just feels longer you but know? different between that and daredevil yeah is that daredevil in the marketing didn't show the red costume once that's so true it's like, yeah that's they basically sold you on the show of him wearing the black suit the entire time and that's it right they show it's like oh this is her costume this is her superhero and then like all the posters, all the, like, you go on Disney Plus and that's all you see. Yeah, very fair point. It's yeah, like, I agree with that. Imagine in Falcon and Winter Soldier, you never saw the Captain America suit until the last episode. Mm-hmm. So, imagine if that was in all the marketing and we watch the show, it's like, oh, it's it's in the last, sorry about that. So, yeah, I guess this is another uh, Disney Plus trope where they got to get the costume too, like Falcon. Pretty much. What, uh, Wanda too, WandaVision. Yeah. Um, what else? Not Loki or Moon Knight, those are exceptions. Not What If, because Mr. What If does not wear a costume. I guess those are the only two shows. I don't know, Hawkeye? Anything yeah, last episode yeah. of Hawkeye, you're right, actually. He, he earned a, a t-shirt. 
He earned the, oh the under-designed right. costume by David Aja. Like, I don't really know why they put that in the last. That was also in all the marketing, now that you mention it. It was? Yeah. And God they put it. that in the last. Wow, that is weird trope. Anyway. The show's good, though. I, I love the show. I really enjoyed it start to finish. You know, the first half was really, really strong. And the second half, I found is where it slowed down a bit. But by the last episode, the last episode really picked itself back up and... I enjoyed it. There's a lot of people, um, friends of ours and acquaintances who we would speak with, and uh, we would hear some of their thoughts on the show. And honestly, I was very, very shocked at how many people weren't really enjoying it. Because to me, um, three episodes in, I thought the show was brilliant. Yeah. I thought, seriously, like, this is a show driven by artists with a very, very unique vision and perspective in the MCU specifically, it felt so damn fresh and just delightful. And I could understand if, you know, maybe something isn't for you because the show is very, uh, I would say, um, I don't want to say childish. I said, but don't if, say Disney Channel. <laughs> no, no, not, not at all. Um, it, it feels it, it feels like a like a teenager's like mind kind of brought to life, you know? In, it's in teen oriented. It's teen, very teen oriented. Um, it feels kind of like a John Hughes type movie, but with like... Not John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come for us we gotta stop talking good he's gonna know where he's gonna find out where we live i'm waiting um but basically uh you know it felt like J john hughes but on steroids to me the best kind of comparison that i could draw to is really like it felt like an edgar wright show mm -hmm. you know um so but less british so much less pubs <laughs> um so much visual flair like this is like a visually dazzling show like and they do so many great original things with like uh, message blurbs like from tech uh, like from text messages and, and phone stuff and like uh, you know like the edgar wright lo lo love to do this as well but like in baby driver where like you're walking by and then murals and things like that change like yeah the and images it, and that, it's like with the text or one yeah like if you've seen the show you know what i'm talking about i can't really describe it well but the directing um especially in the first three episodes was just remarkable like and that's what I was going to say. The The problem is I found in the second half, they kind of lost a lot of that touch, especially with the clandestines. When, yeah. And when she leaves the country, I found like it was still like, it's fine, but it's not like it, it really disappointed me compared to the first three episodes. Yeah. Like episodes four and five for me, the show gets completely derailed, pun very much intended um, <laughs> because there's a train, uh, but uh, it's like, uh, uh, um, I just, I felt like um, I, I don't remember any of the director's names, uh, but it was a different team, I believe, right? Yeah, because um, the Batgirl directors had done one, two, and six from them. Six, yeah. Three, was it the same person who did three and four? I think three, four, five was one person. Oh, it was one person. Okay, well, regardless. We need a um, fact checker. <laughs> I felt like four and five, even in terms of direction, felt way more generic. It felt I, just like the regular MCU show. No, but again. even but even kind of more dull. Like I, Because I just didn't really care about many of the adventures that she was going on. In yeah, Pakistan. like the Red Dagger was okay. You didn't really. I didn't really care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when, when you start off the show that that strong and then you kind of just... I mean, you know, I, I thought it was kind of interesting what they were doing with the whole time travel thing. Don't mm -hmm. really know if that actually adds up to anything. Uh, I don't really uh, know uh, if that really MCU, if it makes even sense, makes sense within the endgame context, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm not going to think about that too hard. We're, we're, in a, we're in a saga now called the multiverse saga, so like whatever. Like, yeah. At this point, I don't know. But um, yeah, I just, I, I really, really felt like it, it lost steam. Uh, no, but it even lost steam in a lot of its plot lines. Like, for example, yes. in episode three, Nakia finds out that 
Miss Mar that the Kamala Khan is Miss Marvel, and she's like, "Oh my God, what the heck!" Then it only gets picked up back in episode six, and she's kind of like, "Oh, it's fine." I think they forgot about it for two whole episodes, and she's like, "Ah, I guess it's okay. Don't worry. I wish you would have told me earlier." It's like, okay, yeah. I mean, I could believe that a friend would forgive her that quick, but also we have to wait like three episodes. <laughs> what um, what I felt never lost steam though um, are the amazing interactions between Kamala and her family members, <laughs> uh, and. In four and five, we kind of go even deeper with that. The interactions in episodes four and five with her grandmother, let's say, as an example, also felt very, very nice. Yeah, like honestly, how the, the way Kamala interacts with her family, with her friends, it's very sweet. It's very endearing. And honestly, it's like it felt so heartwarming to watch because it's something kind of new. Yeah, like we don't really get a lot of downtime between, first of all, a teenager and her family members. You could kind of say like... Peter Parker and his aunt but, but all know. his family died so not really yeah you know but like uh, I, I felt like you know uh, I, what I really actually liked about this in particular is that it's very much street level which I, is nice because it's it's like I, like you're saying it's very hardly explored I, 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 I love small scale stories and this story was small scale you know it wasn't like big end of the world ooh everyone's gonna die but it's also um, positioning itself around culture that we haven't seen before in the mcu right oh, yeah know? for sure like i think the show's approach to depicting pakistani and muslim culture in america is just amazing mm -hmm. like it's it's very very um i guess enlightening you could say I, I loved learning a lot about this family and their culture and to do that through kind of like a comic book property is wonderful and i think anyone who doesn't really think that is like you know i don't i don't really understand you why. suck no but like i just i don't really understand why that wouldn't interest you you know seeing just different cultures kind of uh, represented in yeah media. but you know they do it in daredevil and uh, nobody complains and they do well, like with Christianity, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like you won't complain for Daredevil, but for this, you people will. <laughs> like Kamala is like a Pakistani Muslim girl living in America, like that clearly shapes a massive part of her identity. You know, Matt Murdock is an Irish Catholic, a, you know, a practicing Christian who, and his faith is like inherent to his character, like his 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 superhero, you know, heroics in yeah. a sense. So I I just think exploring uh, more uh, like that, showing more representation in the MCU, I think is fantastic. I, Agreed, hundred percent. And I gotta say, in like now that we're on this. Iman Vellani carried the show. She is so good as Kamala Khan. She's so funny. Even in interviews, she's just a delight to watch. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that she's playing a character in the MCU. She's just, she, she also just seems just happy to be there. Like, oh, it, it just brings, it brings me joy to my heart. You know. I actually really want to jump into that and how she portrayed the character. I knew you were gonna say it. Ha! I got him first. <laughs> Anthony has a recurring thing where he always has to jump in and cut somebody off. Before exactly. The... Otherwise, yeah. I won't get to speak. It's like you know, like Book of Boba Fett. Honestly, this actress is absolutely amazing in the show. Like. Mm -hmm. I was in the moment she started speaking because to me, she felt like she really captured the essence of a teenager in a world full of superheroes. And she really captured that essence of Miss Marvel that we're seeing more in later comics that we saw in the Avengers uh, video game. But I feel like it was done better because it was able to accentuate what she does what she says with these background images, all those like little effects. And I got to just say this. She is a Marvel expert because she was the first person to point out that the MCU shouldn't be 616 but rather 19999 whatever it's just a bunch of nines that yeah. would have really rolled off the tongue in Doctor Strange am I right? I mean I, I, I still think she's right personally um, but 
you know kevin feige's kevin Guys, feige just google omniverse and then uh, you'll see there's more than one six one six whatever she's right um if for anyone who like is knows me well um i've been i don't before Ms. Marvel came out and when casting came out and then when we saw leaked set photos and whatnot, um, I was very, very vocal about being concerned with Iman's casting. I, I can't believe you're actually saying that. I am. No, I, <laughs> you just want to prove people that you were so wrong. <laughs> I do. No, I really, really do. Because uh, I can admit when I'm wrong, Anthony. Matthew takes L's properly. Uh, I just There was something about her. I, I just screamed inexperienced i don't know i didn't get good vibes at all mm -hmm. even with, also even with the trailers like i wasn't sold for whatever reason i don't know why and within two minutes of watching this show i immediately knew that she was one of the greatest gifts ever given to us for the mcu this girl is a genius uh she feels like one of us too she feels like yeah. one of the bros <laughs> which is really cool like i would just love to hang out with her I'm she's an amazing you, person her, and her oh, interviews are so fun to I know, watch no, i love it she's the girl how can you like not look at this girl and like have the biggest smile on your face 100 so i was a moron i don't know what the hell i was thinking i, I agree with you you were a moron, <laughs> I was a moron. And I, sometimes you still sometimes are. i still you know uh but yes yeah amazing and again this extends to the whole cast as well i thought everyone was very very well cast all their friends yeah, like and especially her family no mm -hmm. like, i thought the, the, the show was very well cast like between kamran and bruno and nakia they all they did such a great job you know oh, dude i, I know i don't want to beat a dead horse but like man the conversations she has with her parents are just like the bad dude abu is like when he comes out in the Hulk costume, it's so funny. It's <laughs> so sweet. No, it is. But like, I love, I love that conversation that he has with her in the very last episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When then, he tells her like what her name means, you know. Ugh. I gotta say one change I love from the comics. I know you're talking about like the name and whatnot. Yeah. The fact that the lightning bolt is actually the first letter of her name. Hmm. That is so great. I love that. It's such a like such a smart change it's so much better than what the comic gave us i found actually. well i'm just being the miss marvel logo yeah and also speaking of changes what do you guys feel about like her power set change i'm over I, it <laughs> i at first i was a little bit like uh eh. yeah but seeing it in the show i think it worked really well and i really enjoyed it mm -hmm. with that said if they decide to give her like her powers like we see in the comics it wouldn't bother me Right. When I first saw like all those promo images showing these powers and whatnot, then in the trailer, I'm like, I didn't really understand why they changed it. I was like, this is a, it's a, yeah. it's a bit much. These power, this new powers and whatnot. As I watched the show, I just I just accepted it. I'm like, whatever. It's not the comic one. I'm just gonna watch it with an open mind and whatnot. And I I just enjoyed it. It's the power change is fine. Like you know, do I wish she had maybe the comic ones? I mean, sure, but. But I mean, she still kind of does. It's just like, you know, it's she just, still does in Big N at the end. She still has the, the extendable arms or whatever, the big fists. And, you know, so I look, I, I thought it was visually like interesting. Um, the last episode did some really cool things, I think, with her powers that yeah. we didn't really see. I just while, while I was watching the show, I was like, oh, OK, so they're factoring in these new powers into her bangles into the plot. Um, but I don't feel like that part of the story really lived up to what I might have been expecting. I don't know. Do you guys yeah. agree? Like, I just I just want to say one last thing about the the power set. Yeah. It just the, the thing that just rubbed me the wrong way was that it kind of does erase the first arc of her comic story. If you, you guys ever read it, I actually I never. I think really it's called did. a New Normal or whatever. But it's Volume One. It's like there's points that she would like shape shift into Captain Marvel because she's like ashamed of who she is a bit and right. then, like the whole arc is about accepting that she has these ugly powers and whatnot and, okay. you know so it kind of erases that storyline but you know 
the comic still exists. So I'll read that. I won't get to watch it in live action. That sucks, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> At least I can still read it. Something I want to bring up now is the clandestines. They're the villain. Well, part of the villains in this series. What did you guys think of it? Because honestly, I felt like they fell flat for me. They didn't work. Yeah. And they could have been honestly just cut completely. And the focus be on the second villain, Damage Control. Terrible. Terrible. I don't even remember any of their names. Yeah, I really, I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily buy uh, the motivation either of wanting to harm Kamala, because like by that point in time, they, she didn't even know that Kamala, like the leader, I don't remember her name, the mother. Um, yeah, Kamran's mother. But Kamran's mother. She didn't even know that like you know Kamala w- was planning to not go through with it. You know what I mean? Like I just they felt do like really a really weird. quick villain turn. Like at first you're like, oh, they're probably okay, but then nope, they're all. Bad. yeah and it, again mm-hmm. like i i would have loved to again if the show was longer maybe we could have had more time with them and maybe that pakistan's kind of subplot would have been fleshed out a little bit more not subplot but like the end of the episode where they go there yeah um it's we just, saw the show. i don't know man like they really really fell flat for me and they they they, they damaged uh, i felt uh what could have been i don't want to say a really that. interesting arc yeah i don't want to th- like, i don't want to throw out the word masterpiece but like guys i was like really really loving yeah. episodes one two and three but uh-huh. especially one and two like you know and then i'm like okay the clandestines they come in it's like where's this gonna go it could be interesting I, in episode three i wasn't 100 percent feeling them but i'm like this could still turn around and could turn out to be really really great uh but it just really fell flat for me and um yeah i agree with paulo 100 percent. it just didn't work it's uh, it's they could have just done the department of damage control as the main villains and i think yeah. they would have been better off this it felt forced it felt like oh we have to really explain what these powers are and whatnot like do we really have to know all this about her powers i kind of just accepted it when she put it on yeah and i kind of just for i i mean i thought it was uh, i thought seeing uh her great grandmother the, the flashbacks were nice I just don't feel I feel like by themselves it made for like solid content but factored into the rest of the story I just didn't feel like it belonged uh, am I, I wrong when I was watching that episode I remember feeling like I'm like why is this still going it's like yeah, a good it's like 20 it's minutes it's like can we get back to Kamala Khan and, but again if it added up to something really great then okay you know but I just no not really it, it just, added up to a time travel plot that almost doesn't even fit into the MCU maybe yeah, so. so even without the the time travel plot their motivation, their actions, and even the resolution of their story just completely falls flat. Like, they literally just died. Yeah, they turn into CGI skeletons like in uh, Spider-Man 2002. <laughs> or Mars Attacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we all just get along? <laughs> well, that's actually a really good impression. I watched it the other uh, day, actually. Of course you did, with all that uh, Tim Burton news, you know? Oh no! I was just uh, Tim Burton news. You know, Batgirl, Tim Burton verse. He didn't direct it. <laughs> I know, but you know, Michael Keaton. But, but back to the clandestines. Yeah, they all just really fell flat, and the resolution of their story just was too quick. It's like they set them up as this like force to go against Kamala, but also as essentially her backstory, the her connection to this other world, this other di- dimension, and then it's just they died because 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 yeah because they had no place in the last episode also i wasn't crazy about what they did with cameron to be honest in the last episode they just kind of just gave him powers and it was like that's it and they made him fluctuate between good and bad yeah i'm like i don't know Uh, it's like commit to one i think he should have stayed bad but then it's like even that would have felt rushed so i think like Mm -hmm. him still being kind of like on the fence 
seemed more in character and more uh, in line with what we had seen. But I don't know, man. They should have developed him more in four and five instead of doing this yeah, clandestine the Pakistan, stuff. Pakistan subplot. Yeah, I agree. Well, because I like the Pakistan subplot itself, like her going, but it's just like again, it's just so tied to the clandestines that it just for me it kind of ruins it because i really liked her going back to her home country yeah. learning more about the bangle learning more about even herself and her culture but again the clandestines is just I, falls I, flat i thought the department of damage control worked a lot better uh, seeing agent cleary again back from uh, no way home was pretty great mm-hmm. agreed uh stewie from succession he's such a great actor love him it's you know I, I just I wish there was bigger focus on them, you know, because yeah. they kind of get forgotten about for like three episodes almost. I like how even within the Department of Damage Control, there are certain people in positions of authority that have greater prejudice than others, or mm-hmm. more willing to yeah. um, harm people who aren't like them. Uh, so like he falls in. Like I like the, the scene when at the end when uh, what was the woman's name? Uh, the the agent I, I, the I forgot <laughs> yeah same but anyway uh, regardless i like when he kind of like rips into was her it allison i don't i don't remember or is that the actress's name <laughs> either way we watched this totally last night totally <laughs> yeah it's anyway it presents an interesting subtext with this whole like yes it does like being muslim in america yeah. you know even nakia says like you know everybody's watching them mm-hmm. and having department of damage control be so overt about it it just it doesn't sit right with you and it's like and it's not good but like it goes to show like not only their struggle but it it helps paint them as a bad force within the mcu and one that you want to keep an eye out and i thought that was very interesting right yeah i mean it's not the first time we've seen them and i don't think it's gonna be the last mm-hmm. what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> nice little homecoming reference something i want to bring up is uh what do you think Miss Marvel's future is going to be? Because, like, she's not actually an inhuman. She's a mutant. Right. Which is not. Did they uh, Did they play the X-Men 97 theme? Yeah, they did. That's so cool. What a way to confirm it. I don't I, I, I don't know how I feel about them making that basically the mutant theme. It's a, I find it's a bit weird. Like, when they play that, I'm like, it's cool, but it's a bit, like, nah, fan service I think you're like, dead wrong. I love it. it. It's kind of on the nose. It's, it's a bit too on the nose for me. Yeah, but it's a great theme. Well, to be fair... The X-Men Fox franchise had amazing themes too. No, right? but it worked in the Doctor Strange movie because it's like he's in the floaty chair and whatnot. I can't complain about that. But in this one, when they did like, oh, a mutation, and it goes, uh, the X-Men theme, like, uh, maybe, maybe not do that next time. Wait a minute, they did that in Ms. Marvel? Yeah. You did not catch that? Again, given that we had just watched this yesterday, <laughs> right? Uh, no, really, I, I don't remember that. It's literally really, like, it was like a big part. It's even in the subtitles. <laughs> it's literally like, you know, you have a mutation and then, no listen like I, I probably caught it in the moment i did but i just genuinely don't remember it was so long ago like i don't remember you mean yesterday yeah yeah yesterday totally that's yeah, yeah. i mean well yeah point is it like i was saying it's just a bit on the nose for me and i'm like let's try not to do that every time for mutants please. yeah agreed and also like make original themes don't also don't bring back like the fox ones or whatnot make something new <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna disagree with you guys on this one. I really love that theme. I think it's, uh, it's yeah. So the guy who can't even remember they played it, of course he's disagreeing. <laughs> they glub shit on a theme song. <laughs> they glub shit on a theme yeah. song. Oh, that's good. But like, just to get back to our original like sort of topic, what do you think the future of Miss Marvel is gonna be like? How do you think she's gonna tie into the Marvels? How do you think? Well, she... I think she's gonna be in the Marvels movie. I think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what besides... did you think of Brie Larson showing up, Paolo? <laughs> 
I mean, she ruined Star Wars, so I was upset. And I was like, stop ruining Star Wars. So when she showed up in that mid-credits scene, then you must have done the same thing, right? Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. I would have Poor. paid to see uh, Paolo get upset. At yeah, but, you know, it was after surgery, so it couldn't really move too much. He was just yelling and grunting. <laughs> but that's just me regularly. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really tell the difference. You know, it was kind of hard. But that being said, yeah, I think... Speaking of Miss Marvel's future, yeah, she's going to be in the Marvels, of course. Of course. And do we think she has a place in the Avengers or I mean, the X-Men? literally says she's going to return in the Marvels. So. I know. Yeah. I watched nope. the show. But like... Yesterday. How, how do you think it's going to tie in? Do you think like... Yeah, because know. she's Miss Marvel... Uh, not Miss Marvel. Because she's on, Captain Marvel, oh. is that going to play a factor? No, I'm telling you... Did they you, body swap? They're doing I, the they, body swap. They, they did the body swap thing, yeah. They're doing the body swap thing of Rick Jones and uh, Walter Lawson, that Captain Marvel. I think that's his name. I hope I didn't mess that up. They're doing that storyline of them body swapping, like because it has to do with the the bangles and whatnot. Well, it was the showrunner or the writer. I don't remember who. Uh, basically, they did confirm that it's body swapping. It's not. Yeah. Uh, oh, that I didn't know. <laughs> some people yeah. say, um, you know, theorize that it might have been her like shape shifting into Captain Marvel or whatever. Like no. because of her because old of powers. Her old the powers. Comics. No, but no, they did swap places, which I think is very very interesting. I. Again, I'm not familiar with that run in the comics, so I don't know. So it's like Kamala Khan in Captain Marvel's body, like yeah. So like no, work? like we could imagine that Kamala's no. probably somewhere. Wait, in space. wait, wait. What? It, it's not Kamala Khan in Captain Marvel's body. They're literally they swap places. They didn't so, Freaky Friday. Uh, so they like well. yeah, they did not Freaky Friday. <laughs> I they, thought it was a Freaky Friday. By the way, they. They the, oh my god! I would herself. love that Freaky Friday, Captain Marvel, maybe, and maybe in the maybe in the uh, another Marvels movie. But right now, no. It's just that they literally swap positions. So it's oh, like, no, I wish it was that. Damn it! <laughs> no Freaky Friday, guys. Stop it with the Freaky Friday. So Captain Marvel's like on Earth, and she has to be like, and Kamala Khan might just be floating in space. Like, floating oh my god! Wait, I can't breathe. <laughs> like, like, uh, what's his name? Ma, Ebony Ma. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like the alien and the aliens. You know? So since it's audio only, we all instinctively just pretended to be floating in space, yeah, like basically. in sync. No, but it's that's it. They literally swap positions. It's not their mind. Their minds are still intact in the in the body it's supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain this. I think it's clear. It's not Freaky Friday. There, it's explain. not Freaky Friday. They swap places. I don't know. We don't fully know why. I get the feeling it has something to do with the bangle because you know she kind of looks at it, it's like, hey, what's up? Going whoop! Oh, now I'm somewhere. Who knows where? Take a shot every time they say bangle on the show. No, I don't. I don't want to get alcohol poisoning. And just to bring up, is she gonna be an Avenger or is she gonna be an X Men? Uh, she's not gonna be an X Men. There's, there's no way. No. One percent chance no. she's an X Men only because nothing in life is ever zero. That being said, like it's an almost zero percent chance because like there's no way they're it's... not making her an X Men. No, Avengers, I could see it. If Young not... Avengers, Young Avengers doesn't I really could make see sense. Young Av- no, I could see Young Avengers, but uh... I th- if they do Young Avengers, they're gonna rebrand it as Champions, and they're then I could see because oh. she was never on the Young and Avengers. And then the value of Young Avengers number one is never gonna pop off. <laughs> Thank God I could finally buy it. But <laughs> I mean, because in the end, also Champions is kind of a nicer name than just the. Young Avengers, like, oh, it's the Avengers, but they're young. Oh, okay. Champions is like, you know, that feels like a team. A team of kids. Back to the topic, because we're getting off topic. Uh, yeah, Miss Marvel and the Marvels, I, I think she's in it, you know? And uh, gonna be, it's going to be great, I hope. Nia DaCosta, I trust her as a director. She's, she seems nice. What else has she worked on? Uh, Candyman, the remake. Oh, oh, yes, yes, that's what she worked on that. Yeah, and, and this is one other thing, too, that I know of. Not sure, but I remember I listening to the Last of Us podcast because I'm a big fan of the video games, and I listened to the podcast with all the creators, and she was on one episode, and she was talking about the game, how she played, how she loved it. I was like, she just, 
enjoyed it. Like, she seems like a really nice person. I just, I want to see what she does with this Captain Marvel character. I think Kamala Khan. Yeah. I think she's gonna do great because I I've seen the new Candyman and wow, it was really good. Nick said it uh, fell apart in the last fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, last act. I I, I think watch it's because it. it's a little bit too whack, like not whack, like wacky, but like. I don't know how to explain it without no. you seeing the movie. I have to see the original and the new one. We said we that. said spoiler for Miss Marvel, not spoiler for Candyman. So we're not going to spoil that movie. That's right, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I kind of want to avoid it because it's really worth seeing. Well, yeah, don't, yeah. I, I don't want to hear the spoilers anyway. I want to watch. And it. honestly, hearing that she's doing this new Marvels movie, that's actually kind of exciting for me. Yeah, for sure. Who do you uh, who do you think is going to be the villain in this movie? Uh, Brie Larson. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Brie Larson herself. Um, I know it's played by uh, Tom Hiddleston's fiance. Uh, what's her name? Is Zari Ashton, I believe. And a lot of leaks say she's kind of like a Kree commander, and like oh. I forgot the name that they gave, but it's like somebody that appeared in two issues. So okay, okay, I might be completely wrong. Well, hey, like you know, Harrow, Harrow, Arthur Harrow from Moon Knight, right? Appeared in one comic, so they could do a lot with that character. Yeah, like they basically sometimes create their own original characters yeah. based off an old identity. So that's what I think they're doing with that. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? And honestly, I'm kind of getting the vibe. It's going to be like almost like a rescue movie where Hmm. it's going to be like Captain Marvel has to like, let's say, not only go back to whatever planet she's on to help because I can imagine she was like in the middle of a battle or something. Right. But she's also there like she realizes she's in a teenager's room and she's probably going (laughs) to figure out. Pictures of herself. Surrounded by posters of her. Literally. Who took these pictures? When did I do this photo shoot in the 90s? I don't remember literally <laughs> but like she's clearly gonna see that she's swapped places with someone and that's gonna force her to like just be like i have to rescue this person i have to save this planet and i think it's gonna make for a really fun like mm. space adventure and now uh, how is monica rambo gonna, gonna tie in now you now you freaking beat me to it this, we're all we're all too well, in sync because you know in one division ended and uh, there was the scrolls so look I, that's how she's gonna be i think i think wait a minute i think hold on because we're so in sync we should form together and create a you know like a boy band or whatever and let's call ourselves in sync but what if we swap places like freaky friday <laughs> <laughs> that being said it's gonna I think, be me i think that that's gonna tie in because nick fury's obviously in the movie there's no way he's not in the movie of course. yeah and monica rambo's connected and that's how he's gonna bring her in i'll be like hey look it's another marvel marvel uh-huh. And then and we'll be like, oh, cool. What about Goose? Is he, Goose going to come back? He's probably in it. Goose is probably... Uh, well, no, I was thinking, well, that cat would be dead, but it's not a cat. It's a flurkin. It's also a CGI because Brie Larson is very allergic to cats, so... Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> and also, if it died, I think they're going to recast it, just saying. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> no, but serious. No, I meant, like, in-universe. Like, a cat can't live that long, man. So, I, <laughs> I just thought the cat would have died, but I just remembered it's, it's not a cat. It's a cat from the 90s? It's a flur... Yeah, it's a 90s cat. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Old. I thought you were talking about the actor. <laughs> It's so old, like I no. You were what do you mean, actor? actor? You mean the catter? <laughs> That's what I thought Terrible. he was talking about. Terrible. Um, I think it would cast it. But do you think it's gonna then tie into Secret Invasion? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, because there have been no setups for Secret Invasion. Like, think about that for Besides, a second. Besides, like the end of Far From Home. And no man that, that to me that's not a and even to call it that is a bit of a yeah, no. stretch like there have been nothing there's nothing so do you far. think that's the point because it's a secret invasion <laughs> yeah but it just I, I heard that also they, they, they said that it's going to be a crossover event the show yeah I don't really know I don't know about that but like but based off the cast it's like we don't really have yeah well, we know only the only one who's been confirmed so far is War Machines in it, and that's it. Okay, interesting. Like I, I want that show to really start affecting the MCU at large, like 
characters that we always thought, or not all, maybe not always, but for a while, have thought have been Skrulls, and then like weren't. Sharon Carter. That's why she's so out of character and uh, no, but maybe no, but actually maybe it's possible. Yeah. I'm thinking they're probably gonna make Colby Smulders a, a Skrull too. No, she was in Far From Home. Maria Hill. No, but the real Maria Hill. I mean. So. No, that's going to be a little convoluted because we saw her as a scroll, and then now she's really a scroll. Yeah, see, people wouldn't expect it. I, I still think Amelia Clark's playing uh, the Queen scroll. maybe. Yeah, I mean, probably. We'll see. Love Amelia Clark. She's great. Good to mm-hmm. see her and everything. She's just delightful in interviews. Like yeah. Make Mar- Solo too. <laughs> make Solo. I don't know about that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> no, make Solo. No, you're right, because it's so unsatisfying the way that movie ends. Like <laughs> Darth Maul shows up and we're like, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. He's back. He's back. He's back. But then it's kind of like, oh, we're never going to get a follow-up on this, are we? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, is, Solo, any- I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, yeah, the point is, uh, I really enjoyed Solo. Uh, that's what we're reviewing today. No, no, Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel. I enjoyed Miss Marvel. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I thought the show, I, I'd be interested to hear how you guys, like, rank it among the other MCU shows. I think, overall, um, better than I what really, if. I really, really... <laughs> loved it but i i know in my heart that two episodes of the six are like weak <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah i think the episodes that were strong were some of the strongest mcu stuff in my opinion i mm-hmm. know that might be controversial for some people because again we know a lot of people don't like the show and it shocks yeah. me i don't know like i agree with that like it's probably some of the best we've even gotten in the past few years since end game like I'm- like but, but, but people they say like you know like I know, I understand. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes people are just being too like, mean. Too mean. Like, too very mean spirited. I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm, I'd probably put it just under Loki and Moon Knight. Well, mm. well hold on. Let's with the, let's, oh. let's hold on with the round. I don't want to do the list again. <laughs> Gravis the list has again. To, we did the last episode. <laughs> no, Gravis has to finish his thoughts. I want to give my thoughts and then saying. we'll do rankings. Um, But, yeah, so I just. I, you know, I, I, overall, I really, really think um, it was definitely a home run for me. It was, it was a hit, not a miss. Agreed. Um, so yeah, for me personally, I really enjoyed this show. The first three episodes were amazing. They're brilliantly done. The Pakistan arc, I really enjoyed the parts that didn't involve the clandestines. For me, they really fell apart and just fell flat. And it, it fell apart literally too. <laughs> yeah, and ouch. <laughs> Their like their fate essentially left a sour taste in my mouth, but it was honestly rectified with the finale. And Kamala Khan, honestly, I enjoyed her character. She was very relatable for me, and like I just, it was endearing and sweet. And it's something I want to see more of. I want to see more Miss Marvel. I want to see her in not everything because then you know oversaturation. But like I want to see more Miss Marvel because I think her and like even just. More of these new generation characters are really going to be the future. Yeah, they really are. So let's dive into rankings. You know, it's tradition. We got to at least have them. We have to do it. We've never done it before. Also, Paulo hasn't spoken that much this episode. That's okay. It's not a big deal, but you know. It's fine. All worried. It's fine. laughing. I'm trying hard not to laugh. Because I know. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. So I'm, I would start with Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Followed up very closely by Miss Marvel. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Loki. No, actually, no, no. WandaVision. Okay. Loki. Oh. Wow. Cap and Winter Soldier. <laughs> he said it again. <laughs> he did it. He did it. If you guys go back and watch our uh, Moon Knight review, he, he mistakenly called Falcon and the Winter Soldier Cap and Winter Soldier. Freaking hilarious. Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> there we go. Hawkeye. What if? Okay. Well, you know, it's uh, kind of an impossible question for me <laughs> to answer. <laughs> Something I said in the movie. Is it really? Yeah. Always um, impossible for this guy. No, no, it really is difficult. But I would probably put Ms. Marvel somewhere in the middle. 
again, if it didn't have those two weak episodes, it would be top three easily for sure. Really? 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but right now, I think Moon Knight, Loki, uh, no particular order, Moon Knight, Loki, and WandaVision are still stronger for me um i would say it's probably on par with falcon and the winter soldier because i really think that show gets a bad rap sometimes for no reason i think it's amazing um, 100%. you know uh, i thought that, it was fine it was I, cool i do feel I like that it. show is more like consistent than this one because of the two sort of weak episodes mm-hmm. but it, again like the the positives for me outweigh the negatives in the show so i would put it around falcon and winter soldier for me and then uh, Hawkeye, and then what if? Am I missing something? Or no, that's I got it. everything? Okay, good. So now my ranking, which everyone wants to hear, just off the top of my head with no help at all. Anthony literally just pulled out his phone to remember to like look up his old rankings because he didn't want to get it wrong. That's no, not true. I don't see a phone in front of him. You have I no do. video proof, and There's it's no, not my phone. Uh, dude, I'm catching you on 4K with my own like uh, my own eyes right now. You wear glasses, so that's already wrong. That being that. said, Loki is always number one for me. No show has come close to it in that it's so consistent and great and i love it you want to know why it's number one it's because it doesn't have to wrap up in a crazy satisfying way exactly it just totally could end on a cliffhanger and it's fine you know what and, I mean? it, and it works and it does work yeah mm-hmm. anyway, second moon knight of course mm-hmm. great watch our review for my thoughts on that uh three and four are wandavision falcon winter soldier they're, they're tied for me i really can't pick between them they're so both so good and then i'm gonna put at number five miss marvel really then, yeah Look, it's kind of low on my list, but I really do love this show. It's really good. It's just, I really like the other shows. Like, you have to be more. fair. You have to factor everything, you know? Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But just in reality, I just like, I like, I'm, I pretty much like almost all the shows. So it's like, it's, it's a disservice putting it this low, but I really do like it. Like, you really should watch it if you haven't, and we just spoiled it all for you, but you should <laughs> really watch it. And five and six, Hawkeye and What If. Cool. Don't have much to say about those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What if season two might be good? Let's hope. We're really crapping on Hawkeye too. It's like it's good. Like it's not. It's, it's not perfectly a fine. It's not. It's not horrible. It was okay. It does a lot of weird shit. Maybe one day we'll do a Hawkeye review. Maybe we won't. Who knows? For Only Hawkeye season two, <laughs> if that even happens. You think Jeremy Renner is gonna come back? I hope he released another album. That's what I want. Oh uh, man, me too, dude. I mean, you know, I want Jeremy Renner to do a big relaunch of his app. Oh, what a great <laughs> app. One of my favorites. <laughs> and that's the show. That's the show, guys. Nasty, cool. not Ms. cool. Marvel. <laughs> okay, you have, no, no, no. You can't leave people off without explaining your joke. You have Look to up it. Jeremy Renner, nasty, not cool on the app. That's all I'm going to say. All right, so that is Miss Marvel. Miss <laughs> Marvel. Iman, please uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're the best. And honestly, please come on the show. It'll be like... The best thing ever, like talking with one of the bros. You know, it's really funny. Like out of all the celebrities who work on these MCU properties, like most of them have no interest in the actual comics or source material or source material or whatever. But like with her, like I just, Wait, she, we're just gonna be a couple fans talking. You know, it'd be would great. Want to, yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, she's amazing. So so please get on the show. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll uh, literally fly to LA or wherever you are to do this show. I mean, I know you don't have social media, so I can't really at you, but, like, I really hope you're listening. Well, you know what? Speaking of social media, oh, you like that little segue there, Anthony? Ooh, very smooth. There you go. Uh, You can follow us at Podcast, basically on every major social media platform. Also, if you are watching slash listening to this episode on YouTube, please comment below. I want to know your thoughts on the show Ms. Marvel and our show, The Reference Point Podcast. Uh, Who do you agree with? Paolo, Anthony, myself, none of us? You know, are we all wrong? Are we all right? I don't know. There is no right or wrong. Of course. I was waiting for that. There you go. That's my catchphrase. <laughs>
but yeah, so please uh, also like the video, share it, and also subscribe to the OAR TV YouTube channel because there's a lot of really great content from a lot of really great artists on there. So yeah, I think that's the show. Yeah, and guys, do not forget to support your local comic book stores. Go buy a Miss Marvel book.